Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, I've got actor King Wesley. How you doing? How's it, how's it going, man? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing good. Where are you from, brother? I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Originally, I was born in Yonkers, New York, but yeah, I've been I've been in Detroit for quite some time now. All right. So you know you're six or five hours away from Toronto. Have you ever been to Toronto before? I've never been to Toronto. Wow. Wow. Get off the show. (laughs) (laughs) But what do you want to say to the Met listeners listening to to us right now? And they're in Toronto. What do you want to tell Toronto? Look, Toronto, I'm sorry I haven't made it over there, but I got to get myself over there. Um, I've heard great things. The Car- Is the Carabana still there? Yeah, Carabana. Yeah. We just passed. What do you call it? Recently, it just passed, brother. But brother, we we brother, it's a shame that you haven't experienced us yet. But you I know, know, right? But you know what? Toronto gets to experience you from Detroit. And I have been to your city quite a few times. Last time I went was in 2016 to Detroit. I love the highways. I do um, look at pictures of your beautiful highways. To me, I think they're beautiful, but some might say they're run down. (laughs) (laughs) Look, beauty is in the eye to behold it, brother. (laughs) All right. So let's get to know you. I introduced you as an actor, right? But you are also, I believe, a producer or a director. I don't know which one I'm confusing with. Producer. I'm an actor and producer. All right. So why don't you tell our listeners, how did this bug come in you? Has it manifested yet? So I I, I was a kid. This, This this thing goes back to when I was a kid sitting around the house watching uh, sitcoms and different television shows and movies with my grandmother. She actually, you know, she was older, you know, much older. She was in her 60s and stuff when I was a little fellow or whatever. So I would watch, watch a lot of the soap operas and um, the older shows. Um, but when I knew I had the actual, like, a gift with this, back then they used to play a lot of reruns where they would play the show, you know, more than once. So um, I noticed that I can, like, re- my memory was, like, very adamant, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just, I could, you know, I could hear it once and I, I could repeat it, you know? So um, being in Detroit, but just, you know, just a kid, I, I always thought that to be an actor, you had to be in L.A. or you had to be in New York, you know? I never, like talk to anyone about it it was like like just like a hidden uh secret of mine that i kept i always was interested the only person i ever really talked to it about was my guy my um a good friend of mine and um he said man you know maybe you should, you should start writing or start looking you know um doing some research on finding you know some acting schools or whatever i'm like uh nobody's gonna take that serious you know what i mean so i kind of shied away from it and um when i went uh after i graduated from high school i went off to the navy and this is right around what was, yeah right after the, the 9-11 attacks over here in america i was deployed out to sea it was our turn to take what they call a six-month deployment. and um, But it just so happily, it was around the time that the 9-11 attacks had, uh, occurred. And what, what ended up happening during that med, that cruise, we were res- restricted. Um, where we didn't, um, we couldn't pull into any ports, you know. So there's a, there's a, um, there's a, uh, a branch in the Navy that's called, uh, I think, 
think's called the NSO, if I my memory serves me correct. And what they're big on is the morale, keeping the um the sailors' morale up. There was a chief petty officer. Nope, he was the first class petty officer who you know did voluntary work with the NSO. He started uh, um a drama club while we were under deployment. So. I'm like, you know, this is something I always, you know, been interested in. And uh, and I went out and I, I did, you know, audition and he put me in his class and he like he asked me, he's like, have you ever had any type of training in class, you know, in the other classes? I said, no, nah, this is all off, you know, just raw talent. He said, man, you're really good. So and that's what it, that's that's how everything started. You know? All right. So if you're really good, why don't you tell our listeners the projects that you've been in where you get to act or maybe work your creative juices going? Absolutely. Absolutely. More more recently, you can you guys, if you want to check out, um, I have a very, very great movie that's out. It's called A Good Man. And you can check that on, out on Tubi. Do you guys watch Tubi? In Toronto? Uh, to be, I don't think we have. I think we're more Amazon Prime or what do you call it? Or Disney. Okay. Well, on um, Amazon Prime, you could check me out in a, um, a movie. It's called Wait, W-E-I-G-H-T. Um, there's another movie called Birthday Behavior. Ooh. There's a um yeah that's that's a real comedy it, it's real it's really good um <laughs> there's another one on there i believe nope they took true law off amazon but those two i know that they're on there like a lot of my projects now are on tubi which is a real popular streaming network and if you guys haven't you know you toronto guys haven't had a chance to like you know download tubi and check it out i definitely definitely and highly encourage you to check out tubi there's so many, so many great projects on there. Not just the ones I've been a part of, but there are millions of others, uh, you know, from the independent film level to, you know, the mainstream uh, level, you know, T-U-B-I. All right. So what type of actor are you? Are you a ladies man? You love the ladies, of course. Do you wow the ladies' hearts? Or are you that aggressive one where people are afraid of you? Like, do you want to punch Donovan out right now? <laughs> um, I've, uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a ladies man. I've, I have a wide range of um, roles that I've, 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 I've portrayed. I've been the lady abuser. I've been the ladies man. I've been the, the hit man. I've been the, a cop. I've been a detective. I've been a, a preacher. I've been a deacon. I've been a, a, a kung fu master. <laughs> More recently, <laughs> I just got cast for a, a serial killer as a serial killer in a horror film entitled Shut Up. That's the name of it. That's actually, and it's about a, um, a serial killer who's on the hunt to kill podcasters. Uh, oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've done Christmas movies. I've done several, uh, you know, suspense thrillers. So my, I got a, a pretty wide range of uh, personalities or, or characters, I should say. That mm -hmm. I, I can how does it feel to have that variety of wide range of characters? Because, you know, there might be some actors or actresses listening right now. They always say, well, I'm always stuck playing the bad guy. You, you know what? I And I, I, I totally understand it. I was stuck being the bad guy early in my career. But that kept, that's what kept me working. You know, um, stereotype, cast, you know stereotype cast type um is what they call it so there's nothing wrong with that it's just they keep for one it keeps you employed and i i, I 
it used to aggravate me. But as I would tell any of my fellow younger actors that's coming aboard, hey, stay working. There's there's going to be an opportunity for you to showcase your range and, you know, so you can step off into these other these other types of roles. But meanwhile, while you're in the bad guy roles, you know, for that much or that matter or whatever, you want to always challenge yourself to recreate a villain. You know what I mean? Shouldn't all your your bad guys be similar? You know what I mean. So, and that's something that I teach my students in my uh, my actors classes. Ooh, okay. Talk about that. What you teach your students? Let's say I'm a younger Donovan and I am playing that serial killer. What if it gets to my mental health or it makes me depressed? What would you tell me? If it makes you depressed, that means that you you really develop a strong enough backstory and you were vulnerable enough to allow yourself to go there. I would tell you, Donovan, hey, first and foremost, you want to pray in and pray out. You want to pray in before you, you know, you go off into, you know, doing the backstory with these characters and, you know, allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to portray it. But you also have to be you have to pray out because you don't want to carry those those that energy with you. And it's it's always great to have a great support team. Because again, you, you you might ask me, okay, King, well you you said pray in, but then when it's time to pray out, what if I don't have, you know, the you know, what if I'm so deep into this character, I can't I can't pull myself out. Right. You know, that's why it's always great to have a support team. You know, my wife, she's 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 definitely a part of my support team. But I, I could say this. I haven't had a role that was that like to that extent, even with this serial killer role. I, I mean, I got very, very like deep into it. But at the end of the day, I knew that I was, you know, just betraying um, this this fictional character. So mm -hmm. I was able to pull myself out of it. Mm -hmm. and, but so I, I prayed in and prayed out as well. Mm -hmm. So a good support system, like you said. And if you find yourself not being able to get out of that role where, you know, you're that serial killer and you feel angry at a character, do you seek help or do you, again, reach out for that support? Because some people really can't get out of character. Yeah, I, I, I definitely say, you know, see, if, if, it, if it gets to that, you know, seek help, you know, uh, Again, I can't I can't stress that enough as far as having a support team because you may not know that you're in that in that space, you know. You know, just to be like as I say, it all depends. So mm -hmm. um definitely, definitely the support team. Cause you know, you want somebody around you who knows you, you know, knows your traits and your habits and things of that nature. So mm -hmm. they'll be able to identify, you know what I mean? If you know things are off. Right, right, right. Now, memorizing our lines, what do you tell your students and younger actors coming up where they can't remember memorize their lines? And I know <laughs> there's all these AI chat GBT to make it easier for people now. Yeah. Well, 23 years ago. There were, there were no talks about AI. So what I teach them now um, and what I have been teaching them, um, first things first, when you read your script, like when I read my script, I don't even read my character. Like I, I, I go I go and I, and I highlight all my lines. And then once I highlight all my lines, then I read. I go, I read, but I'm not, I don't read my part. I read the other character's part of who I may be in scene. I want to see how they're talking to me. I want to see how they're interacting with me, you know. So that starts to, what that starts to do is give me an idea of who my character may be in this, in this project or whatnot. 
And that's when how I could start to formulate a backstory. So as far as the memorization, I take each scene and I break it down. I do, you know, scene script analysis and just to, everything I know has a goal. And it's also going to have some type of hurdle inside of the scene. And that's just how films and television, they go. Because a script is nothing but a big map. You is is you taking a road to get to a certain destination. Everybody has a goal in 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 a script, you know, or your screenplay, or that matter. So for memorization purposes, um, what I do is once I've collected all that data from how, you know how people are talking to me and and uh, the backstory that I create, I make it my business to to know exactly the goal. What's my goal in this scene? Okay. If you know your goal and then you know who you're interacting with, that's the, you, that you know the story. And by default, the lines will come to you. So you have to know what's going on in the story first. You know, if you, if you're, you know, once you're in the scene, like I said, you, you want to know what's your goal in that scene. Who are you? What's your obstacles in that scene? You know, um, if you, if you make those notes on your script or wherever you people, you know, may take those notes. But again, by default, the 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 actual dialogue starts to you know click in, you know. So I tell my actors, make sure that you know, you know, exactly what's going on and what's your goal throughout every scene that you're in. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not in the scene, you want to make sure that you know what's going on in the story because that helps you, you know, push your character along as well. And that helps you get into character as well when you know what's going on, right? I Absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So what was it like working with 50 Cent and Sylvester Stallone? Because you did a project with both of those. Some yeah. ladies might say fine gentlemen. <laughs> so um, with 50, we, like I said, me, 50 and Sylvester Stallone are all in the same film. I didn't get a chance to get any scene work with 50, but he is in the project. So I can't classify that, you know, working with. Um, but as far as Sylvester Stallone, there were, you know, his scenes, you know, the scenes with him, you know, I didn't have direct contact or dialogue with him, but just to watch him in action, um, it was pretty dope. It was really, really dope. Really um, a historical moment for me. You know, being that I'm a huge uh, Rocky Balboa fan, yeah, it was, it's, it's truly amazing. Mm -hmm. And that project's called? Escape Plan 3. Okay, okay, Escape Plan 3. All right, so what's your encouragement again to the actors and the writers that are on strike at this time? And we're almost moving in to 115 or 14 days of this, and it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. Um, Stand strong. Uh, I, I've uh, Though I work in the indie film world, and I'm not SAG. I strongly, strongly, strongly support my SAG brothers and sisters, you know, um, because it's they 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 are acting, you know, that they expected to do a lot for a little, you know. And um I've actually went out and, you know, stood in the strike lines, you know, just to help them, you know what I mean? So just stand strong. Um, know that you're, you know, that your gift is needed and um and I pray this thing can possibly wrap up at some point, you know, because if not, you know, there's going to be, I don't know what the Christmas and the, the Christmas holidays, you know, the upcoming holidays is coming. Um, I don't know what that may look like as far as, you know, things that's being produced on television. So, and that usually, you know, these big companies, film companies, they, they, 
they start to lose money because it's, it's certain times of the year, certain things, you know, we, you know, we're going into our winter months. So that's, that plays a role in, you know, people are in how, you know, going to be in home, you know, looking to watch these, you know, these seasonal projects that, you know, that, that they also cherish. Okay. Okay. And the future of AI and chat GBT, what do you want to tell other actors and actresses? Because that is pushing some of them out. Yeah, it definitely, it, it definitely is. I tell the actors, you know, that things with AI and GBT, whatever, um, there's nothing like true raw emotion. You know, I don't care. You know, I, that's something that AI just, it won't have, you know, they don't have that that humanly energy, you know, that we create, you know, that <laughs> it's going to be interesting, but, you know, being an actor is, is, is nothing like natural chemistry, you know? So I don't worry about the, the AI situations, you know, if you, you know, if the viewers, if that's something that they're into, you know, I don't feel like, you know, they, they'll connect with it, you know, with it's just a natural chemistry that happens, you know. So. Mm -hmm. Will we ever run out of actors or actresses or writers if AI is getting successful, which it is? Is it coming to there or no? I, I, I personally feel, you know, it's coming, but I personally, you know, I personally feel like, um, no, we won't run out of actors. I personally feel like that because, you know, if, if, if they try, you know, if they get ran out from the AI, they're still in the independent still an independent film culture you know you you, you guys can come over here and do the same you know and viewership will follow you know and you know i i was a little scared at first um when i committed to being a you know independent actor um but now i, I realized that it was one of the best decisions i ever made so i welcome all my sag brothers and sisters you know c c list b list a list come on over it's, it's 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 plentiful we can feed families um we have been and, and we're constantly growing you know they want to go that that's the way they want to go hey so be it you know i know it's nothing like natural raw human energy that's what i do know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what's your thought to indie films winning awards at the oscars where that's starting to be on the rise because this year on the 2023 oscar uh oscars a couple of indie films won a lot of awards yeah and that's just you know that's gratifying that that just shows the growth from which you know the indie the indie films have 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 grown you know you know i'm i've never i didn't get into this to be uh to win awards i got into this to you know cuz i i love the craft and i'm 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 i chase the impact but um i think it's cool you know um, that they, you know, we being recognized um, for our work. I think it's so. I think it's pretty cool. All right, all right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms? And you are an acting teacher to throw out just you know where they can reach you in case they have questions on their lines. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find you can catch up with me on Instagram at King Wesley Official. Um, there is um, uh, an Instagram uh, page for my actors class. It's called The Actors Compound. It's, so at The Actors Compound, that's on Instagram as well. I am on Facebook under King Wesley. And those are the two I operate, you know, Instagram and uh, Facebook. I don't dilly, really dilly and dally with Twitter. So All right. Or X. You have to say X now, not Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right any final things you would like to say maybe about the actors compound or to other actors or to the listeners in toronto 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, go check out the page. I just uh, um, my assistant just posted some uh, some testimonials um, on the page just yesterday. Um, I do offer virtual classes as well. Um, my classes are four weeks long. We will meet. You know, we meet twice a twice a month. I mean, not twice a month, twice a week. Uh, so that's like roughly eight sessions. So um, yeah, go check it out, man. And um, what I'm doing is helping push the culture. You know, keep them sharp, educating them on. Not just in front of the camera work, but a lot of uh, uh, behind the camera work, you know, teaching them what the production size, you know, some of the things, a lot of the things that they go through. So because my belief is uh, to be a better actor, you have to know both sides of the business. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Canadian actors and actresses, go meet your brother in Detroit. Maybe he can help you in your lines and get a drive out there. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I gotta get over to Toronto because shout out to the homie Drake. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's from Toronto, right? Yeah, of course. No shout yeah. out to me though, but you're shouting out Drake. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Drake is from Toronto, young and Eglinton. He didn't start at the bottom, but I started at but, the bottom, Scarborough. <laughs> definitely got to give a shout out to you donovan uh for tapping in with me and giving me the opportunity to you know you know to tap into toronto you know so that's that's even bigger than what i was about to say the only thing i was about to hit on with me and drake's birthday is we got the same birthday oh you do have well happy yeah. early birthday to you i'll tell you one quick thing before we close me and drake are also the same age so he will be turning 37 shout out to all our 1986 <laughs> babies in That's Toronto right. and Detroit too. I don't know if you're an 86 baby not gonna ask but <laughs> <laughs> you guys are older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was great to get to know you, brother. Thank you so much for debuting on Met Radio 1280 AM. Definitely. I appreciate you, Donovan. Anytime. All right. For Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank you. Can throw out your position and name again. My name is King Wesley. You can find me on Instagram at King Wesley Official or on Facebook at King Wesley. Thank you so much.